Holy Spirit. <laughs> activate. Holy Spirit, activate. <laughs> activate. Activate. <laughs> All right, everybody, let's go. <laughs> Welcome to the Noah's Love Podcast. I'm Father Michael. And I'm Molly. And it's 1030. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, it really it's is. It's later than... It's later than late. So behind the scenes, we we met up on Thursday oh, to right. record this. I forgot we did that. And we sat down and we're like, oh, we got nothing. Like fully in the studio. Yeah. For a while, too. Yeah. And then we just sat in the studio for a while and that was it. Uh-huh. We were just like, we're doing this on. So here we are, night before it comes out, 1040 and, at night. And we now. have a topic. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Tell, why don't you tell everyone kind of why you yeah. suggested this? So it's, as we record this, it's Sunday, and so I had Mass today and uh, preached a homily, and part of the, so it's the third Sunday of Advent, Gaudete Sunday, we wore rose. Not to be confused with pink. Yeah, it's pink. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, but part of the gospel today, it's John the Baptist speaking to people, and they're wondering if he's the Messiah, and he says, one mightier than I is coming. I'm not worthy to um, loosen, loosen the sandals, loosen the, straps. the thongs of his sandals. <laughs> That's what it says. I know. Um, <laughs> it's, such a, it's such a, why, why not say sandal straps? Hear me out, John, John. the Baptist. <laughs> so, and then he says, uh, he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. And so Deacon read that, and then I preached about it, and, and I was kind of just trying to make you the point, um, the good news requires us to do something, like to be to be charitable, to be generous and self-sacrificing, but it takes the Holy Spirit to allow us to do that. Mm-hmm. And, and that kind of like... Preached my homily. I wasn't super happy with it. And then in the middle of the intercessions, apparently I wasn't listening to the intercessions as much as I could have been. <laughs> it's but, okay. But uh, <laughs> um, it just kind of like, I felt like God sort of jabbed me with like, hey, pay attention to this, Ooh, that yeah. openness to the Holy Spirit. Because um, when you think about it, and when I think about it, uh, the Holy Spirit, is <laughs> like he's just, he's there. Yeah. And, <laughs> I know exactly what you're. What yeah, you're doing and like at. he's not really a dove, but that's the image we have of mm-hmm. him. And you can talk to the father, and you know what a father looks like. You yeah. can talk to the son, and Jesus, you know, had a face, and he, you know, was born as a human. Yeah, you can relate to him. Thing, yeah, but the Holy Spirit is pretty mysterious, and I think even to this day, like, well, is mysterious to me. Yeah, and it, I feel like it's. We don't talk about relationship with the Holy Spirit as much. Mm-hmm. Like I hear a lot about the Holy Spirit, but usually I hear about how to have a better relationship with God the Father, yeah. God the Son, Jesus. But we're called to a relationship with the Holy Spirit. And it was interesting because when you brought that up and we kind of talked about this before starting the podcast, it's been a theme just in different conversations I've been having recently of like, I feel like we get to a certain point in our faith where we like know what to do, mm-hmm. generally speaking, and kind of neglect like that trust in the Holy Spirit and that openness of the Holy Spirit in our lives. And so I was kind of just talking about a few things in my life, and then I was like, 
why do I feel cheesy saying that maybe I should be praying about this or like mm-hmm. inviting the Holy Spirit in? Like, why does that feel weird? And I was like, well, probably because I haven't been doing it much lately, you know. Um, but we are all called to a level of openness and abandonment of like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm here. I'm open. My doors are open. Like, go through the ones that you want to and do with me what you will. Like, and th- that takes, that's hard. And yeah. that's probably why we don't talk about it as much. Mm-hmm. It's not to say like it's easy to love God the Father or God the Son, but like there's a certain level of abandonment that comes with loving the Holy Spirit that is so hard. <laughs> yeah. It's scary. Um, also that, yeah. It's scary to let go. And have you done like you went to Franciscan University? I did. Um like baptism in the Spirit, baptism in the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Um what is your take on all that? I think it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um I personally didn't have like a wildly radical experience when I did it. So it took a lot of trust of like, yeah, God's working through this. Mm-hmm. Um but I think some, yeah, like, it can be scary. And I think what Franciscan taught me was, like, we don't need to be scared of the Holy Spirit. Um, and I feel a lot more free in my prayer and my life since being willing to just, like, totally, like, throw it all out there for the Lord. And that's kind of what relationship with the Holy Spirit has taught me, like, mm-hmm. to give it all. But I think things like that are beautiful and I know that, like, God did a work in my life, even if it didn't feel like this radical overnight experience that some people have, which is also so beautiful. Like, it's about what God is calling you to, mm-hmm. what way the Holy Spirit wants to work in your life, you yeah. know? And for me, it's not going to be the same as you mm-hmm. or this, that, or the other person. But I think it's important to have that openness and then abandonment from our expectations of, like, how it's supposed to be when we pursue baptism in the Holy Spirit, how it's supposed to be when we really invite the Holy Spirit into our lives. Cause mm-hmm. when we really invite him in, we don't know <laughs> what it's supposed to be like. Um, but that's like hard, but I think that's beautiful, but scary. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah. So, uh, when I was in seminary, we did like a life in the spirit, uh, like course over, well, I don't know, however long that is. And then did like for a know, semester. Not like not like a class. It was like a it wasn't a club, but it was like a <laughs> one of the priests that worked there put it on. Like you oh, could go okay. to it. Yeah. Okay, like a so, workshop sort yeah, of. Yeah. So like I don't know, six weeks or nine weeks or something. Oh, cool. and, okay. And then we did, uh, like they they prayed over us at the end mm-hmm. for baptism in the Holy Spirit, which isn't even a phrase I particularly like, but like, um, I think like you said, just that willingness of take of a moment of saying like to God. And particularly the Holy Spirit, like, I just want to be totally open to what you want me to do. And mm-hmm. I think that is really important, however, whatever form it takes in your life. Um, and yeah, like you said, uh, I've never, <laughs> I didn't start speaking in tongues. Right. Uh, none of those sort of like more extraordinary gifts that you hear about, um, none of that has ever happened to me. Okay. And, uh, and so I guess maybe that's part of why I thought of this topic is that, um, I, I kind of preach about it every year at Pentecost. We're baptized, like we quote unquote have the Holy Spirit, right? Like that—that's part of being in a relationship with God. Um, but how do you know? Like how do how do you see that that He's working in your life? Um, uh, I think people get afraid that 
having the Holy Spirit works in your life means working in your life means, you know, jumping up and down to church, putting your arms in the air. Um, just kind of like more like external things, but I don't think that's what it has to be. Mm-hmm. I think it really is that abandonment and openness. And what does that look like for you personally? Yeah, that's something I've brought up a number of times during Advent in homilies is that like God wants to do something new. Mm-hmm. And I think he always wants to do something new. Um, but are we so like set in, this is what my relationship with him looks like. This is what faith looks like for me that we're closed off to the idea of like the Holy Spirit might want to transform that relationship into something we can't imagine on our own right now. Yeah. And how do we get there? Like, I mean, this is a question I'm constantly asking myself because I feel like recently I've kind of found myself in a place you're describing of just like, I know how to be Catholic. Mm -hmm. I know how to be a good Catholic. But I've kind of just been like going through the motions, like in my ways and I very recently have started to feel like a bit of a stirring into like, like I'm reading this book about like interior healing as a woman and it's been very powerful. And I felt as I've been reading it, some very uncomfortable like draws that are very clearly from the Holy Spirit within me of like, hey, I want you to look at this so I can heal this. Mm. Like maybe stop locking this away in a box. Maybe talk to the people that love you about this. Like maybe like even let yourself think about it. Bring it to me. And I, and some of those things have been like things that I was like, I didn't even know that I needed to heal from that. I think I texted you about one of them when I was on that retreat. Mm -hmm. It was a wound I just did not realize was there, did not realize was affecting me. That was brought up and it was just like, whoa. And it was a time of very open prayer that I was having. Um, And, you know, there's part of me that was tempted to just be like, I've been fine not dealing with this. Mm -hmm. Like... I'm not non-functional. I'm not, like, deep into horrible sin. Like, I'm still a sinner, but, like, I'm I'm doing okay, you know? Mm-hmm. And things are good, but, like, so much of, I feel like, the way... I feel that so much of the way that the Holy Spirit works is, like, invitation into more than we could ever ask for. Yeah. It's, like, not just, like, oh, God wants me to do this or that. It's, like, God wants to give you more than you could ever dream of. Mm-hmm. And, like... That's through, like, the prompting of the Holy Spirit to say, hey, maybe look at this or maybe be drawn to this or this person or this thing. And it takes that openness to the Holy Spirit to be willing to, like, turn to something that we wouldn't naturally turn towards, whether that's a person, whether that's an event, a life choice, Mm -hmm. um, a prayer, you know, because so often I do not know what's best for me. And in that, like, that's my, I feel like the most recent example I've experienced. Mm -hmm. If I didn't read that book, like, and if I didn't, like, enter into this prayer of, like, okay, God, what do you want to do with me, like, in me through this, I wouldn't have thought I needed to heal from that. And already, it's kind of fresh, but it's been very beautiful to recognize that that's a hurt because then I can heal it. Yeah. And you need to see it. And accept it in order to heal it. Because if you don't see it, you're like, I don't have a problem. You might feel the effects, but you need to face, like, the actual. And I I don't know. That's kind of how the Holy Spirit's been working in my life recently. And it's been painful but powerful. Yeah. That's really beautiful. I think it made me think that so often we settle for our faith being boring. Mm. um, Or just uh, predictable, good enough. Like that, um, yeah, it's... 
it, it's so easy to just get into these patterns and habits, even good ones. Like, yeah, that this is what it is. This is what it looks like. Right. And the question I've asked myself is like, this is this all God has for me? Ooh. Um, and I don't think that's true. The and answer you look is at, no. Yeah, you look <laughs> at the lives of the saints, and like, that doesn't mean that it's like spiritual high all the time. No. And, and but it's it's a relationship that's alive, and if all it is for us is this kind of like, this is the list of things I do, and I do those things, and I that way I know I'm, you know, I'm in good standing right. with God, then. Um, I just feel like, and I've experienced it, like it's just going to feel like dead. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to, not we have to, like God has to do to do the work. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's the openness to the Holy Spirit we're talking about. Like that, just that image of, uh, from the gospel, he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. Like fire is violent and destructive, but like also transforming. And, Ooh, yeah. Um, so on Friday, I went and saw one of my favorite bands, Me Without You, and one of their songs at the end just repeats over and over again, why not be utterly transformed into fire? Oh, um, wow. And uh, Holy crap. <laughs> yeah, it's called the, the King Beetle on Coconut Estate is the song, <laughs> and it's about these bugs um, investigating a, a fire because the farmer's burning like okay. stuff. And like they, wow, that's crazy. They they keep describing what it's like, that it's hot, that it's dangerous, and finally the king just flies into it, the king beetle, mm-hmm. and he just transformed into fire. And like just that idea of like it, fire can burn away in us what is like what we don't need. Um, oh, Molly's smiling. <laughs> I'm just. Okay, cut this out. I'm thinking of my song. The Fire of My Father? You're like literally like explaining the Don't chorus. cut this out. <laughs> <laughs> What's the, the, what are the words again? May the fire of my father be the one to guide me home. Burn away yeah. all my desires. Give me you and you alone. Yeah. And you're like you're like talking those lyrics. <laughs> it's so ingrained in me. It's your song anniversary, isn't it? It's like It was yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's been a Facebook. year, which is crazy. Yeah. But no, like, fire, yeah, like, that's so powerful that, and it it's from the Gospels, mm-hmm. the image of, like, the Holy Spirit is fire. Because that doesn't, it, it, you're right, it is painful. Mm-hmm. It's destructive, even, like, and that's a good thing. It is. The Holy Spirit has destroyed so many of my images of what I need, what I want, what's good for me. Even just what's in my life. And that has sucked. Yeah. Like, but has always been beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like, even when it's involved loss, it's led to more goodness. But. I have like, an analogy. Do it. I'm ready. Give so, it. forest fires. I read a book about this. This is why this is in my head. Um, <laughs> like, we, all those crazy forest fires out west this year. Mm. Partially it comes from. Not having fires, because then oh like, yeah, because it's dry. The little plants all grow up in between. The little what, planty boys. <laughs> we want those to burn. Yeah. Um, the what naturally happens is that forest fires come through. The big trees survive, and then it provides fuel and makes room for new trees to grow, rather than things getting too close together because we keep putting out the fire. Um, and so like the Whoa. it's it's cleansing, like it it rejuvenates even as it's, like, painful and destructive. Mm-hmm. 
because it's not really destructive. It, it's, right. And it's the, and burning the, away the things that are bad and that are unnecessary. I want that in in me. <laughs> like that's yeah, the right. yeah, just that. Yeah, uh, uh, what is, is in the Psalms? Our God is a consuming fire mm. that we want like to be transformed. Why not mm-hmm. be utterly transformed into fire? Yeah. Um, what do you feel like? I don't know. Do you feel like you have a moment in your life where you really like could sense the Holy Spirit working, whether it's in the moment or looking back, and you're like, "That was a like Holy Spirit sort of moment." You know mm-hmm. what I mean? One that happened. <laughs> That relatively recently, so like people would probably assume it's like, oh, when to be a priest, mm-hmm. and I cannot like, there was no like definite tangible, yeah, mm-hmm. like this is the moment. But uh, last summer, I was in that school of spiritual direction and was kind of struggling with it, like, it was really stretching me and yeah. to be open in a way I was not comfortable with. Um, and I was in a, I was just negative about it for like several days. And no. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> you heard it. Um, I was, and, and finally, like there was one afternoon I went to pray. Um, and like more clearly than I've ever felt God, almost ever, mm. it was just the sense of like, no, you need to be open to this and keep doing wow. it. And, and I laughed, like yeah. <laughs> I laughed, I laughed out loud in the chapel because I was like, "You got to be kidding me!" Um, but uh, yeah, just it was. It doesn't have, and I think it's like good that that doesn't happen all the time because, like, I don't know, we wouldn't be living our life freely in the same way if we didn't have to figure it out. But just that sort of like, no, like this is where you need to be right now, mm-hmm. um, and that's really encouraging. So I think the Holy Spirit, as not just as like a pointer finger, like, right, yeah. go this way, do this. Like, that's part of it, but also just, like, encouragement in uh, the decision that I had made and yeah. that I was questioning. And Ooh. I think that's really helpful. Yeah. How about you? Like, powerful Holy Spirit moment. Yeah. I think the first one that comes to mind was um, taking my job at Central. Mm. Um was very and kind of the whole process of job hunting. Um, I've probably talked about this in the podcast before, but I have a um, bachelor's degree in social work, um, and I work in ministry, <laughs> and I have a minor in theology. <clears throat> but you know, I interviewed for a bunch of social work jobs, and I still very much have a heart for social work. Um, but I was interviewing for all these jobs, and I got offered a few of them, but I was just like. Uh, it was like this sense of just like this isn't where I'm supposed to be. Like mm. this inexplainable interior thing of like not just like I don't want to do this, but just like this is not what God has for me. But it was like, do I take it? Like it was something that I still was trying to fight. Like, you know, I spent four years getting this degree and it's what I'm passionate about. But mm. like, blah. Uh-huh. Um, and then I just looked on like a job search website called Indeed for theology jobs. I was like, I'll just look into those two. And I added on that minor my senior year because I just happened to take enough electives that I could just easily add on the rest of my senior year. So it wasn't like a plan, but I was like, may as well look. And then the job for Catholic Central popped up on the website and I read the job description and it was like, you'd also, we'd like to have someone who's in music ministry and you'd be teaching theology of the body. And I just went to the interview 
And I remember walking out, and I'm usually so nervous about things like that, but I walked out and I called someone, and I was like, I was so myself in that interview. Like, I I was so honest. I didn't, like, feel like I was in an interview saying all the right answers. I felt like all the Were you in my first one? No. No, you're my second one. But I felt like all my answers were, like, sharing my heart. And so I was like, you know, like, I, I love what I've seen so far. And I know if I get this, it's because I'm supposed to because I was me. And, like, I presented myself to them. Hmm. And I was like, and I ne- I just never thought I'd go into theology. But the whole process of the interviews and just, like, it was this peace. It wasn't this, like... Sometimes with the Holy Spirit's worked in my life and this energy mm-hmm. and like this passion, but it was like this piece of like, I don't know, like this is where I'm supposed to be. Like, and that I just get out of an interview of a job I would love to have, and I'm just like, okay, like it's what it's supposed to be. Like, God's got it. Like, if I'm supposed to be here, you know, and I, I don't often feel like that. Yeah. It's, that's an attitude that's very hard for me. Yeah. Like, if it's supposed to happen, it'll happen. Like, I struggle with that. Uh-huh. But for some reason with that, I was just like, yeah. And when I got, I got offered the job, and I was just like, God has something for me here. Like, mm. and the the Holy Spirit was just very clearly like, this is it. Like, and I said no to other options even before I got offered it because I was just like, God's leading me here. I don't know what the heck's happening. But mm-hmm. like, and so much. I mean... So often we don't see the fruits, and we don't deserve to see the fruits, honestly, of anything, of any obedience, because we're so unworthy of that. But this is an example of my life where God has allowed me graciously to see the fruits of, like, his work in my life, of just, like, it's so clearly where I've been supposed to be for the past three years. Mm -hmm. So I just never doubt that, and I never will be able to moving forward, because I... Not that it's been perfect and happy every single day, but like so clearly where God wants me. And it's led to me meeting you and doing mm-hmm. this podcast yeah. and staying in Steubenville, which has led to this, this, and this. And like so many crazy things have come from it. And also the job in and of itself has just cha- transformed me. And it, all, it, it took just this little sense in me of just like you're supposed to be here, not there. And I know you've done everything in your life so far leading to being here. But will you listen to me when I invite you somewhere else? That doesn't seem to make any sense. Will you trust that it will make sense? Because mm-hmm. it just didn't at first. I was like, yeah. what the crap? I don't have any <laughs> degree to like be useful to this. But yeah, that trust um, was scary, but he's allowed me to see like it's worth it. I talked for a while. That's okay. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) I think like also just the freedom that was in it, that you didn't have to do any particular thing, but it felt like this is where God wants to work. And I don't know. I think it's a really, freedom is a really important part of it. God really respects our freedom. Yes. He loves us and wants, like he actually wants us to choose. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. It's so confusing to think about God outside of time and he already knows everything but like our choices matter mm-hmm. it's not just god leading us along a path where what we think about doesn't have anything to do with it like right we will have just have to go this one direction yeah he gave us like that it's part of his gift to us is that ability to choose and i think the the holy spirit really brings us to that kind of that freedom of like 
indifference of like wanting to mm. do what's right of 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 not feeling constrained to do anything or um like this is I have to do this to be to be holy um it's more like I can trust God and he's going to work in things he's going to work in our choices mm-hmm. um obviously if you're choosing sin like right. that's, that's a different <laughs> thing but if you're choosing good things and are open to God's will then uh you will be y- yeah well you're good yeah. Don't don't panic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Discernment can be scary. Yeah. I mean, in in like vocations, it's like a new level of scary. But even like smaller life choices, like a job or like mm-hmm. I don't know. That's the first thing coming to mind. That's not like a relationship sort you of. Shouldn't discern everything. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. Maybe Very... that's incorrect, but no, I... some decisions are. Just do it. Do what you think is right. Yes, I once knew someone who said they pray, prayed about their bridal party, nope. and I was a little like, mm, "Why don't you just pick the people that God has like led to be in your life that are your close friends?" I don't think that's. It was like <laughs> such a weird, just like what? Yeah. Um, discernment can be really scary, mm-hmm. but. Like, God, is something that's helped me a lot over the years is remembering, like, God respects my choices, and he's never going to force me. I just said this because we're talking about vocations in my mm-hmm. class right now. Um, he's never going to force you into something you don't want. Like, you're a priest. Mm-hmm. God would not have called you to be a priest if you did not have a heart for the priesthood, mm-hmm. you know? Like, he gave you that. Not to say that it's easy all the time and that there's no sacrifice involved, but you want to be a priest. Yeah. You have a heart for that. Mm-hmm. I feel called to marriage. That is probably the vocation that I will be in. Like God would not ask me to that if I was had did not have the heart for it. If that would not lead me to holiness, just like if that's what I feel called to, God's not going to suddenly be like, "Be a nun." You don't want to, but yeah, that's the that's it. Sorry. Um, like as long as we're open to Him and praying to Him, like He will give us the capacity to be a saint. Mm-hmm. Um, but we should, you know. Ask him what he wants of us. And that's not to say that we shouldn't, but we don't need to be afraid of missing his will for us. Yeah, yeah. The Holy Spirit is kind mm-hmm. and responds to our openness, like waits for our openness and then fills f- fills us up and guides us if we just say, yes, Lord, you know. So be open today, I yes. think, is a, a, the lesson for me is like, don't worry about, you know, I have to figure this out now once and for all. And I'm not just talking about like discernment, but just relationship with God, Mm -hmm. take steps today, you know, you're listening to this whenever you're listening to this, like, make sure you pray today, and that's really, to me, the, the, the only path to holiness is that willingness day by day to, to, to let God, to let God in, to let the Holy Spirit in. Yes, and it's as simple as that. Mm -hmm. We overcomplicate it, I mean, I do, my, my faith so much. But it's just as simple as going to the chapel, sitting in my bedroom and saying, here I am, Lord. Mm -hmm. Like, that's it. Yeah. You know, and that's the heart of our faith that we need to get back to. Because sometimes I'm just like this, 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 and this. No, it's Mm -hmm. just showing up and saying, come Holy Spirit. (laughs) Like, for real. Like, there's a reason why. like, Like, that's sometimes the first thing you'll hear in, like, a song when people start praying or, like, in a prayer because it begins and ends with like the presence of the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. you know. We we need it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Father Michael. Yes. How has God been loving you this week? Um 
I well, the example I already used from Mass today was a good one, but uh, I think a really good one was going to this concert. I love music and mm -hmm. um, the experience of seeing, you know, a band that I really like playing music that I really like. It's it's always like it always points me towards God, even yeah. if it's not like you know blatantly praise and worship or, or anything. <laughs> yeah, that. That it's just like, oh, God really uses this and yes. that kind of beauty. So yeah, yeah. So that was awesome. that was very good. Great. Mm -hmm. How about you? So I just got home from a baby shower. Mm. Um, one of my best friends from college is pregnant, <laughs> hence the baby shower. She, she's like thirty-four weeks, which means she's super pregnant. Yeah. Um, and it was just such a gift to see like someone I love so much, like ready to be a mom. Um. And just getting to celebrate that and, like, the gift of life and the gift of vocations for someone that just... It was just, like, so beautiful to just be there and witness, like, her, like, she, like we left and... I Or she dropped me off at the airport and was like, the next time I see you, you're going to have a son. Like, <laughs> it's crazy. And, like, how good God is that he, like, creates life out of love. It was just such a, like cool reminder and just to be able to see a friend who i haven't seen in a while who means so much to me like that's always mm -hmm. reminds me of the love of god and how much he loves me yeah so it was great nice. shout out to morgan shout out morgan good luck no i know if you listen to this say a prayer for my friend morgan um and her son and her husband yay on friday oh yeah What's going on on Friday? I have a song coming out. Nice. Um, so it's a cover of Revelation song, which is a relatively well-known worship song. About a year ago, I sang at a conference, and we did a live recording and then for the conference and then decided to release it. So um, if you'd like to pre-save it, you can visit my Instagram. But it comes out this Friday. I'm super excited. It's and you're going to sing it for us right now. No. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? It's just like Acapella. no music, the entire like six minute song. <laughs> you guys can just listen on Spotify or wherever else. Father's not a Spotify girly, so. <laughs> I was never a Spotify girly. That's, okay, so I'm a Spotify man. A Spotify man. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but it's also going to be on Apple Music. Anyway, bye. <laughs> Download. Dun, dun. Bye, everybody. Bye.